Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to Main Street UCI, the podcast about all things Disney. I'm Jennifer. I am Zen, and, and happy to be here in the new year. Wow. Yay. Happy new year, everyone. Happy new year. I'm, I'm Emily. So happy new year. Welcome to another water cooler episode where sometimes it's Disney and sometimes it's not, but it's always fun and interesting. So today in honor of the new year, I want to start off with something that Disney just recently announced. And it's kind of funny because so I don't know if you guys have seen this, but sometimes people are already calling 2022, 2022. Like it's the sequel like also. to 2020. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> Which hopefully is not the case. But it's kind of amusing because of this thing that Disney just announced. So I don't know if you remember, but back in 2020, they had this whole merchandise collection that spanned the entire year called Minnie Mouse, the main attraction. And what it was, was every single month there was a new theme and it was a theme based on one of the attractions at Disneyland. And there would be like this whole collection surrounding it. So, for example, in January, the theme was Space Mountain. So you had a Minnie Mouse plush, a mini backpack, a mini ear headband, pins, a mug. There may have been something else. I can't remember. But it was all like themed to Space Mountain. And it was all like Minnie Mouse wearing this Space Mountain outfit. So they're going to do the same thing, but this time, instead of Minnie Mouse, everything is Mickey. Ooh. So, makes it easy, even though it's a little bit like, you already did that? But, <laughs> yeah. So, Just you remove know, the, the bow and the, and, the, and the skirt? Right? <laughs> Just make a couple little minor changes, you're done. Easy. Awesome. <laughs> so, so far, it seems like it's going to follow the same pattern as the original collection, so here are the themes for the entire year. January is going to be Space Mountain. February is going to be Pirates of the Caribbean. And we've already seen like a little hint at these releases. So if you look online, there's actually the Loungefly backpacks. And I think I've seen the Space Mountain ears. I don't know if they've shown the pirate ears yet, but those are the first two that we know of. Then if it follows the same pattern, March is going to be the Mad Tea Party. April is going to be themed to It's a Small World. May is going to be the Enchanted Tiki Room. June will be Peter Pan's Flight. July will be the Carousel. August will be Dumbo the Flying Elephant. September will be Big Thunder Mountain. October will be Haunted Mansion. November will be Jungle Cruise. And December will be The Castle. So, we'll see if that holds true. But, yeah. That's kind of an interesting, I mean, it's kind of a fun thing to look forward to just to see like, oh, what's the new month stuff look like this time? But yeah. And did did you guys hear about how this release went the first time? No. No. Is there something special about the release? It was kind of a bit of a mess. So oh. basically, these were so popular at the beginning that you had to have something called a merchandise pass if you were going to buy them from Shop Disney. Oh, wow. So I think the way it worked was you went onto the site and you kind of like said, okay, these are the items I want. And then there was like a raffle and you got an email saying, hey, you were chosen to be able to buy blah, blah, blah. So, you know, like it's in your bag already. Go ahead and complete your purchase and it's yours. And so like, 
I like they were trying to stop the scalpers and you know people who just want to resell stuff and make a profit, but it didn't always work out so well. And then sometimes there would not be enough available on Shop Disney, and then there would be tons left over in the parks. Hmm. So, and I even like the last time I went, which was like November, I think I actually saw some leftover mugs from that original collection. <laughs> oh, jeez. Oh, so. No. Hopefully it goes a little bit better this time. We'll see. But yeah, if, if what attraction do you think you guys would want something from? Oof. Doesn't even have to be from the ones that they're gonna do. I don't um, know. I don't know. Uh, Jungle Cruise like was the first thing that came to mind. Mm-hmm. But I don't. I don't think I have like a favorite favorite. That was the first thing I. I think that was maybe the last thing I remember you saying after it was like Jungle Cruise and then Castle. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was just at top of my mind. <laughs> you know, I just think I would. I don't know. I nothing. I guess if I were to have something, it would be something silly, and I can't tell you what silly is. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what I mean it's just like oh that doesn't quite make sense? But I don't know. Like hanging out at Starbucks. Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know what i mean i think that would be really awesome if they made like a starbucks themed lounge fly backpack that'd be kind of interesting yeah yeah i mean it doesn't have to be starbucks okay so um carnation cafe oh that'd be cool do i mean like just carnation cafe i mean just think there's a lot of things i think that we're all in love with over um with disneyland that are not necessarily a ride or an attraction. I mean, yeah. there's a lot of foods too, right? The foods. I don't think they've even really done much when it comes to Main Street either. Yeah. Activities. You know, I think I saw once they had a pin of the garbage cans. Oh, that's awesome. I, re- that's so I think I recall. I mean, because it's just like, but I mean, can you think of anywhere else that the garbage cans are so festive? Right. No, that's totally <laughs> that. Yeah. I take back my jungle cruise and i would support garbage can (laughs) (laughs) right i mean they have they even have like a popcorn spirit jersey now so why not have trash can stuff too well i mean in the lamps you know with the mickeys and everything i mean i I mean because to me that's what makes it magical is like some of the little details or the signs on main street or Mm -hmm. any like the trolley cars or like any yeah. you know, the main yeah. street um transportation i guess that would be cool see i now i like that idea much better i kind of wish <laughs> they didn't rehash this whole thing and just go for some new stuff you know because i think i mean there's got to be someone actually this is one of my favorite things to do is go up and down main street and the double decker uh bus oh yeah and yeah. when you're on the second floor just look at everything on the second floor of mm. Main Street, and you will see so many signs that you didn't notice, and so many details when you're going up and down Main Street that it's just like it's almost a brand new street. Wow, that's so, a good idea. I think I'm going to try that next time I go. Yeah, just just anyways, and then then make a um lounge fly backpack. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I will buy it. <laughs> Yeah, so so that's that's going to be the new hotness. We'll see how insane it gets. I'm actually I'm interested in the pins because the ones that they made for um, the Minnie Mouse version of this were really really nice. Like everyone had Minnie 
um, like a decorated pair of ears and then a pin of um, whatever the attraction was. And the art styles were just different enough that it really made it look interesting. So I think I got, um, let's see here, I got Peter Pan, I got Big Thunder, and I think I got the Jungle Cruise one. I think those were the only three I tried to get because it was, it was a hot mess and <laughs> 2020 was already stressful enough and I didn't want to add more stress. So yeah. <laughs> I like it. Yeah, they so did do Disneyland. They did do Disneyland garbage cans. Pins. They did. Oh, yes. was it yes. recent? No, I mean I don't know how old they are, but they've been. It was there was Disneyland pins, and apparently it was even one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten variations of the pins uh, of the cans over the years. Wow. Ooh. So, I know and, I've seen salt and pepper shakers. And oh my gosh, cans. apparently they made trash can um, Christmas tree ornaments. What? Oh, that's so fun. That's yeah. amazing. Yeah. So. All right. I'm going to have to look this up because and, and, I might need something like that. And there's a story about the placement of those. I think you might know, Jennifer. I don't know if you've heard this, Emily, but um, they were taught when Walt Disney opened up the park. He made the distance between the garbage cans was he started eating a hot dog mm -hmm. and started walking down the street. And when the hot dog was done, he stopped and says, this is where the next I garbage can is. So, so I can put, so I can put my wrapper in the garbage can. <laughs> so and, good. Yeah. So, I mean, even thought was put into the location of them and, and these garbage cans, uh, you know, what? I, I look at them all the time, but I, I noticed them, but I've forgotten that, Adventureland and Tomorrowland's garbage cans are different. Apparently, I just mm -hmm. mostly see the ones on Main Street. You yeah. Know, so yeah, yeah. I think there's so many people in Adventureland that it's hard to to stop and notice them because yeah. it's like, oh yeah, you just can. see people. Oh, <laughs> yeah. And, okay, this is really strange too. I know I'm talking about garbage cans. This has become my new popcorn bucket. Now. <laughs> um, is that of all the places I've ever been, the garbage cans at Disneyland have they always take care of them and they're wiping them down. Mm -hmm. It's like the only garbage can that I am not afraid to touch. Mm. Yeah. You know, like when you go to McDonald's, it's like, ooh, you know, yeah. like yeah. you kind of shove the tree yeah, in there yeah, and you yeah. try not to touch it directly. Yeah. You know, to get the garbage. But like at Disneyland, you're like, that was wiped down <laughs> like about three or four minutes ago, you know? Yeah. So it's not as, as off putting. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I'm not a germaphobe either. <laughs> mm -hmm. Just garbage. <laughs> but like, yeah. it's like clean garbage yeah. in a public place. <laughs> yep. That's why those trash cans always go for like such a high amount at auction too. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy. I would have one <laughs> if I had room. <laughs> be like, here's my, here's my showpiece on the, in the den or something. And yes. people will be like, it's a trash can. Why? What? Exactly. It is a you trash can. You have to turn can. it into a refrigerator <laughs> or something. That would be cool. Some sort of storage. Yeah. <laughs> for your wine. It's like a wine refrigerator. I actually, I made one in Animal Crossing for my, my Disneyland section of my island. Oh my and God. I, I, Cause they came out with these trash cans that look a lot like the Disneyland ones and you can kind of, you know, customize them a little bit. So I made a little decal for the, the trash can and it's kind of the centerpiece of my little, <laughs> my little Animal Crossing fantasy land. I love it. So, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
That was lots of talk of trash cans, which <laughs> I thoroughly enjoyed. <laughs> let's take a quick break and we'll be right back. They're called goals for a reason. There's something to strive for. They require attention and they need sweat and hard work to achieve. Do you have a career goal? At UCI Division of Continuing Education, we're here to help. With over 60 certificate programs available, we've helped over a quarter million students reach their goals, and we can help you reach yours too. Start today at ce.uci.edu. That's ce.uci.edu. Welcome back, everyone. So we, obviously it's the new year and the holidays just passed, and holidays are times when I spend like an extra just amount of time watching movies or shows just in front of the TV. <laughs> I spend like a lot of time in front of the TV. So we didn't discuss this beforehand, but I wanted to ask both of you if you have like what you watched. So did you watch the new Boba Fett book of Boba Fett? Yes. Yes. Okay, cool. We can discuss a little bit on that. Did you watch, let's see what else new came out. Um, the new Matrix movie yes. on HBO Max. Oh, I need to watch that. <laughs> okay. And then, was there anything else that was, like, new-new that came out? Well, Encanto, wasn't that released? Yeah, Encanto. Oh, yeah, Encanto. oh my gosh, yeah. Encanto. Did you watch that, too? Uh, I walked I away while the wife it. and kid did. Okay, cool. <laughs> no, I mean, like, now I know where we all stand. I watched all of them. <laughs> so, um, let's do... Boba Book of Boba Fett, just like first impressions. Well, going into it, I didn't actually know what to expect as far as like the storyline. I mean, I just assumed it would. It kind of takes place like after ish, like where the Mandalorian ended. Um, yeah, and you see Boba Fett and um, what's her name again? His Finnick. Finnick, yeah, like taking over Jabba, Jabba's, like, throne. Yeah. And then that's, like, the last you see of them. And then Boba, Book of Boba Fett, you see them again. I didn't really know what to expect, but it was interesting. He has taken a place, as we know, the place of Jabba, the hut. And I am not... I mean, I enjoy Star Wars, but I definitely don't know a lot of the details or, like, lore, as I feel like, as much as you two do. Um, but I didn't know that the planet i guess that jabba's on there's like the mayor or prime i forgot what the the official title is but then there's also like jabba or who was jabba like the crime lord also right mm -hmm. like <laughs> i like i assumed that jabba just ruled like and he was you know his word was law but i didn't realize that there was an actual like government to the planet too yeah it was almost like a it's almost like the godfather yeah 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 <laughs> Uh, so it's funny because Boba Fett is like taking over this crime lord role, yet he kind of like approaches it really differently. Like he doesn't do like the grand processional. He doesn't want to be carried through the town or the village or anything like that. He just walks and mm -hmm. everyone's like, that's like, it's very odd. And then my favorite part was when he walked into the cantina and then they asked him if he wanted his their helmets to be washed and cleaned and things like that and i was like oh that's nice of them they're cleaning their <laughs> helmets and then at the end when they leave they bring the helmets back and it's filled with 
gold and money. And I was like, wow, they really, yeah. Yeah. yeah, They really washed it. (laughs) It was just, yeah. It's like, now it's really shiny. (laughs) Yes. It was. So those were, I mean, but I don't know if there were any, like, I guess, um, other star Wars things that were referenced that may have been more cool, but I just, I don't, yeah. This is the one thing that people have always wondered always and you saw it a little bit in the mandalorian people are wondering too is mm-hmm. he was uh he was um he was swallowed by a sarlacc sarlacc yeah, yes, yes. and and the thing is everyone always has assumed that he was dies had died because he reads it it's like oh a sarlacc and the thing is you just sit in there and you get digested yeah, and then it's you're like, digested slowly over like hundreds and thousands of years <sighs> oh shoot the most painful <laughs> yeah. way you can possibly die and exactly yeah. And and the thing is, they talk about that constantly, and then so the assumption has always been Jabba the. I mean, I'm sorry, Boba Fett is is dead, mm-hmm. and so to see when he came back in the Mandalorian, it's like holy smokes, and then now they've explained how he escaped from the Sarlacc pit, the Sarlacc in the Sarlacc pit. So mm-hmm. I'm not going to give away that particular spoiler there. Yes. Yeah. So so part of the lore. I'm there's sorry? also stuff with like. If you've watched The Bad Batch, which I have not gotten to yet, so I'm not sure, but like the first scene becomes extra, extra poignant. So just know that. So, yeah, I have not seen that either. Me neither. What's the other one thing is that, you know, I guess having seen the original films, I always have, I know he's kind of anti hero, but as a kid, when I was a kid, it's like, Boba Fett is the bad guy. Mm-hmm. And they kind of have turned him into more of the anti-hero. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I don't... It's just interesting to see his role change because he was such a popular um, bad guy. Mm-hmm. So... I really like when, when shows and movies and, and things do that. When it's like, look, there's redemption. And now, like, this character is trying to make themselves a better life and you know like stuff like that. You mean like Cruella? <laughs> I am not you know what I need to watch that still. It's on my oh, list. Oh my gosh, you haven't watched it yet. <laughs> I just finally saw Wally. This is how far behind I am on life. What? You're fired. And you're I know. Podcast. You're I know. fired. So That's, sad. Wow. Do we have to Turned talk about Wally? Wally. Wally was amazing. Oh <laughs> Speaking of Wally, okay. So on Disney Plus, have you guys seen the movie? Um, or not seen, like watched it, but just seen like the movie image, I guess. Um, Ron's Gone Wild. No. Oh, I saw like little like, okay. clips it's, or something of it. Yeah, yeah. So it's this new movie that was just on Disney Plus and I was doing something. I just wanted to have something on in the background that. I don't necessarily care too much about, so I don't have to pay oh, attention. Oh, Ron's gone wrong. Oh, yeah. Sorry, not wild. Wrong. Ron's gone wrong. <laughs> That's what it's called. <laughs> I yes, I have seen the preview thing for it. Okay, so it's a super cute movie. Um, it's a ba- it's an animated movie that it takes place in the future, and there's these new AI robots that have been created. That's supposed to be like your new best friend, and it hmm. gives me it the these. They're called um, bubble bots, and they look like a mix 
they look like the size of Eve from Wally, mm-hmm. but then have like a personality of um, Baymax. Baymax, yes. Oh, from Big interesting. Hero Very cute. Huh. Um, yes. So I was like, I actually ended up. I watched the movie once without really paying attention, and then I watched the end part, and I was like, "Whoa, wait, how did this happen?" So then I <laughs> went back and rewatched the whole movie again and actually paid attention. I do that sometimes too. It's nice to just like, I'm not sure if I'm going to like this. And then it's like, oh, okay, this is up my alley. Let me go ahead and. (laughs) Because sometimes you don't know, especially with like, I don't know. I feel like there's a lot on streaming services that are just kind of like filler and it gets hard to know what's going to be actually good and what's just, oh, look, look at our extensive library. (laughs) Exactly. Um, So Boba Fett and then. Real quick, uh, Matrix, this is the fourth one. I don't remember the first three, like, at all. <laughs> okay? And I was they like, felt oh so long ago. Oh, you know? Almost 20 years, essentially. Yeah. yeah. So I, I've watched them, but, like, I don't really remember the story. So No one does. Right. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So that's what I kind well, of at expected. Least, okay. Everyone, okay. If, if you're a Matrix fan, or I, I shouldn't say this, because, okay, Matrix 1 was amazing Mm -hmm. two and three were kind of like hey let's make some more money you know so they were not nearly as good as the first one okay noted so i didn't rewatch any of the original like the trilogy and then i just put on this new this new fourth one Mm -hmm. and i was so confused oh (laughs) i like it's like things because there were so many flashbacks clips which i understand i mean i understand i think like the general story is that he was still stuck in the matrix Mm. um but i don't know how he got there but anyway so they were trying to get him out but all the kind of key characters basically morpheus and agent smith they were played by new characters yes um so that was what kind of like tripped me up like i didn't understand (laughs) like why they were different people because Mm. i don't know if that was I don't know. Anyways, it was a fun experiment for me. And I was like, maybe if I watch this one, I won't have to. Maybe, but I do have, I feel like I want to watch the trilogy now and get like the foundation of what Matrix is. <laughs> I will say, I, okay, I say this kind of weirdly because I'm a Matrix fan, but didn't like the second and third film. Mm. And when the first film came out, it was, so I had, I am a big science fiction fan and it is my favorite type of uh novel to read i love reading science fiction novels i've been reading william gibson's for years um and a lot of other people um, who have gone into the cyberpunk kind of thing mm-hmm. and i thought the first film was oh my god it is everything i've been waiting for all these years um, this is what I ha- have imagined in the books and a little bit of um, Ghost in the Shell yeah. as well. And then the second and third film came out and it's like, eh. I mean, the action se- scenes were amazing, but they were, but the storylines were kind of weak. Yeah. And and the other part was, last of all, is in the first film, you were always in cyberspace where 
you can be whatever you want and you modify you could change the the world you're in and in the second and third film a lot of it took place in the real world and no one wanted to see the real world Mm. we we all want to see (laughs) we all want to see the matrix you know i mean yeah people running across the ceiling and whatever 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 so um but i will say um we're gonna we'll have to come back to this another water coolers i would say this is the second best film oh okay so I would definitely call this the second best film. Hmm, that's good to know. Yeah, but they're not going to. Um, I don't know if you heard. They're not going to do. There's no plans of releasing a fifth one. Oh, it was a one-off. Hmm. Huh. Unless everyone really loves it, and then maybe yeah, <laughs> they, make more money. <laughs> they yeah, always say that, right? So yeah. So. I mean, look what happened with Downton Abbey. They made a movie, and then everyone was like, wow, that was a great movie. And then nothing for, like, a couple of years. And now they're like, okay, another movie. So you never know. Stuff Take that's it like, with a grain of salt. Yeah. Right? Yeah, so anyway, I mean, um, I really I really enjoyed it. And if you watch the first three, you'll get a lot of the references. Yeah, hmm. I, that's what I suspect. <laughs> <laughs> so um I don't want to say much more otherwise we're going to give it away. Ooh, okay. It's okay. To Jennifer if she wants <laughs> it. So Jennifer, we're going to come back to this <laughs> in about 4 years. Right? <laughs> <laughs> right? I we know. Just it. So um, <laughs> Geez, actually um the matrix was one of the topics I was going to talk about, but um one of the things that happened very, very quietly um, during the holidays was um, Rob uh, Bob Iker retired. Yeah. Oh, I had no idea. Yeah, I mean, it was probably the most uneventful CEO retirement at Disney that I have heard of, and he he was a Disney. He's seventy. And man, if you see the guy, I mean, I, I always see him on stage. It's just like I would never have guessed. He does not look right. Wow. Yeah, like in his late fifties at most, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he just has that energy, and you know, just like man. And um, so he retired, and he uh just quietly went away. And you got to think um, of all the things that he did to <clears throat> resurrect. Disney, because in the 90s, looked like Disney was going to fail, in my opinion. Hmm. You saw all the movies that they were releasing. It felt like everything was just like a money grab, direct to VHS, right. kind of yeah, half, half, yeah, half, half asked and such. Mm-hmm. And then he started doing things like, oh, let's do a partnership with Pixar. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, well, you know. Pixar's almost more Disney than we are. Let's buy them. And then <laughs> it was the acquisitions, right? That yeah. has so then he's like kept on going. It's like, you know, do you know what really fits? It's like Marvel's Marvel Comics. And it's like, we should buy them. <laughs> and then you you know, and then then of course, you know, there's a millennium. I mean, we we have a Star Tours, and you know, we've worked with George for such a long time. We should have them too. You're right. Mm-hmm. And I mean, just those, and there's a lot of other things he's done, 
But it's just amazing what has happened over the years under his, uh, I don't know, stewardship. Right. Yeah. Call it. So just a quiet retirement. Yeah. I read his book, his, uh, I guess, autobiography. Hmm. Um, what's it called? The Ride, the Ride of a Lifetime. Oh, that. yeah, yeah. A couple, probably 2020. Yeah, 2020. I think that's when it was. Um, and yeah, that was really fascinating to read basically what Zen you just talked about. Because I had no idea. Well, why? I don't know why I would. I, I wasn't following Disney news or Disney that closely. Um, but it was really fascinating to see how he acquired all of those things and created what we now know as Disney. Like, there's so many things. Mm-hmm. Um which is crazy. And yeah, he, does he started not... out like ABC, right? Yeah. And then it was like 47 I think... years. I think I read that. Yeah. He's been at Disney. I think it was his yep. first job was just like lowly, like paper boy or something like that on like wow. the set. And then I don't remember how he moved up, but then the next notable thing was, I think he was doing like sports, like mm. ESPN type, or maybe it was ESPN. And then they acquired ESPN or something like that. Um, but he was doing like, like Olympics and like Super Bowl type of stuff, which was crazy. And then the, he moved over to, I guess, movie and TV production. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so much that guy's done a ton, and for him to retire so quietly is, I guess, maybe because he like technic. It's not like the first time he retired. <laughs> yeah, maybe that's part of. <laughs> he it, was just huh? like, I'll just go like i mean it this time (laughs) that that or maybe everyone's just like please don't leave us with chaypek don't go so is chaypek officially i mean he's been what is has he been the ceo i don't actually know what his role was because like when bob Iger retired and then came back i think wasn't this in the news like someone else is now ceo not chaypek Oh yeah, who's you look the, it up? I forget. Is he f- from the parks? I might be wrong. But you know, it's, it's just like I guess the previous Michael Eisner was such a um, controversial uh, mm-hmm. Disney CEO, and mm-hmm. it was always about saving. It always felt like, it, okay, if it wasn't, it felt like he was always about saving money and getting, saving money and making money as cheaply as possible. Mm-hmm. You know, so the direct to video, um, I just remember going to Disneyland and, and during that period of time um, in the early 2000s and being at the park and going, I was on the um, Mark Twain. And all the paint was peeling off the Mark Twain. Yeah, jeez. And I was like, ah, you know, it's just like, that's not Disney. And then I remember as years went by, it's like later on, you know, when they really did it right and like the whole Mark Twain was refurbished. And it's like, jeez, this thing could, you know, the the finish was so perfect. It's like, this could have been made out of one piece of plastic, (laughs) not not a 50-year-old boat, you know. And it was amazing, but it's just like the parks were kind of getting dirty and a little bit run down and mm-hmm. just money wasn't being spent, you know, on, on Disneyland of all things. 
Yeah. So, and then we got you know kind of the crappy version of Tomorrowland instead of some of the cool things that could have been planned for it, and that's why Rocket Rods didn't work. Like it, it could have been such an amazing ride, and because they didn't spend the money to fix the track, make it banked, so this way it wouldn't you know start to crumble after too much usage and stuff. We got nothing then. Well, we oh, got California got Adventure. <laughs> Yeah, that's true. We did get California Venture, which which also everything had to be music. completely <laughs> torn down and rebuilt. I mean, like yeah. what? What? I mean, what is left from the original California Venture? And it's only a twenty-year-old. I know, right? Park. It's amazing. That's yeah. I mean, when you when you look at Disneyland, you go into Disneyland, and there's things that you know while they've upgraded it or made like a new version. Let's say Dumbo's. But it's still Dumbo's right. It's still Dumbo. Ride. The heart of it is still yeah. there. And same thing with you know Peter Pan or or now some of them are not day one, but so many things are from day one. And mm-hmm. then you go into California Adventure, it's like not even the front gates are the right. Gates. Oh my gosh! <laughs> I think <laughs> that's the sad. That's the whole trick, and and it's kind of funny. Like when you look at some of the special events that happen, you notice that they're always at DCA, and it's because Disney is trying so hard to push people to go there because they know how much everyone loves Disneyland. Like when you look at reservations for tickets or even for passes, Disneyland fills up first, always. And then it's, you know, you either start off at California Adventure or you don't. You wait for another time when Disneyland can be open as the the starting park, right? right. But when it comes to like grad nights, when it comes to, you know, like the Halloween event and stuff, like that's all at California Adventure because they're really, really trying to get people to fall in love with California Adventure as much as they already love Disneyland. And I think what they really need is they need more stuff like Cars Land where it's like it's so immersive and it hooks you and it's fun that it becomes just as beloved as anything else in Disneyland. And they really have a handful of stuff and that's it. You know, people are going to say I'm wrong, but I th- I think Star Wars, I mean, uh, Star Wars land should have been on that side. I think so, too. I was against Galaxy's Edge at the very, very beginning because I was like, why are you adding more to this one? Everyone loves this one. Go mm-hmm. fix California Venture. Yeah. And I think if they had had more room, they would have done that. Yeah, that's I, I know it was the room thing because we're mm-hmm. uh, where Galaxy's Edge is, is where they actually still had. Um, white collar employees on actually physically in buildings where um, that area is. Mm-hmm. So the thing is, and on the California Adventure side, there's there's no empty space. So yeah. they u- already had utilized it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, still, so- they could have torn out a whole section. <laughs> I would be totally fine if they went in, ripped out like whatever land is there and just redid it. Like even, you know, like the Hollywood land area, like if they were to go just like whole hog, rip out all that stuff and then just redo it into stuff that would be a huge draw. Like I think stuff like that would help, you know, you know what they, they made the water a little bit smaller on the Disneyland side to help out, to give some space to galaxy's edge. Mm -hmm. They could have done the same thing on the back end where goofy sky school. Right. That's exactly what I was thinking too. That, that area. 
I mean, the only reason people walk back there is because they're trying to get to the other side of the water. <laughs> right? <laughs> you know? So, yeah. The layout is a little difficult over there. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, yeah, it's just like, uh, it's just this way I could get to the, you know, pier, the, the pier or vice versa. I'm trying to go to. The, Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Well, Let's anyways, see what happens in the future over there? <laughs> Bob Iger, I'm looking forward to seeing what the next 15 to 20 years is going to be like at Disney. Yeah, and I found it. It's that um, instead of having Chapek as the uh, chair chairperson of the board, now they got uh, Susan Arnold, who has been a Disney board member for 14 years and will succeed Bob Iger at the end of the year. So, according well, to this BBC That's article. Cool. So, she's there. Yeah. <laughs> that was last year. Yes. So, so that's what happened. So, it's her instead of JPEG. What? Yeah. I saw it was going to be Bob JPEG. So, I think JPEG is, is still CEO, but oh, the oh. chair person is oh, oh they're gonna role, split it yeah, they're, gonna, they're yeah. gonna split it okay got so, it so basically people don't really have confidence in him and you can see why so oh i thought bob bob Iker was sorry i thought he was ceo i didn't know he was, he was <laughs> yeah, I wasn't too clear. I, yeah see i didn't really understand that either so i think he was former ceo i mean there's two different roles sometimes in a business they're both right but then sometimes they're two different people and at one point i think he he was the ceo up to 2020 yeah and then he stayed on as As chair yeah Yeah. just it was it was i think he stayed on as chairman as a transition yeah yeah so and bob chapek continues on as ceo so Mm For now. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So we'll have to see what happens. But but yeah. So Happy New Year, everybody. Hope it has been off to a really good start. There's some of our recommendations for stuff that you should watch as you, you know, try to relax into the new year and merge to be excited for maybe some future changes at Disney. Who knows what's going to happen, but hopefully this year ends up being really good for all of us. But that does it for this episode of Main Street UCI. So thank you for listening and be sure to check out our previous episodes at ce.uci.edu slash podcast. And if you have any questions or requests, send us a message on social media. You can find us at Main Street UCI. We'd love to hear from you. And thanks again to our sponsor, the University of California, Irvine Division of Continuing Education. Find their career-boosting courses at ce.uci.edu. And with that, we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.